sorry I had uh, to. Don't call. apologize. I, mean, I woke up the wife. Uh, you woke the wife. It's not exactly catastrophic. She falls back on the mattress and sleeps till noon. Me, I'm out of the house on an empty stomach wearing yesterday's socks. You want a bagel? Not particularly. So what's the impetus for this assembly? Excuse me? What am I doing here? Oh. Body found in the bottom of the dumpster, bullet in the back of the head. Sweet. Oh, yeah, real pleasant. What else? Uh, that's it. That's all we know. That's it? Al, what do you suppose it is the pain is for? Beats me. How's it a guess? City service? Don't be a smartass, okay? Okay. Tell me things. Like what? Man or woman? Male Caucasian. Any ID? Yeah. Money in the wallet? Nope. Witnesses? Well, somebody heard a shot. What time? They don't know. Perfect. Let me see the bagel. <laughs> well, I, I got it here somewhere. Uh, never mind. This alley stinks. What is that? That's the heat. The heat makes it smell so bad? I think so, yeah. Where's the wallet? It's being examined. Very good. What's the Vic's name? Ames. David Ames. Ames. Sounds familiar, don't it? David Ames? Oh, wait a minute. Yeah. Oh, wait. Oh, Christ. Uh huh. LaPointe. Good morning. Miss McKeon? Yes. Sarah McKeon? Yes. My name's Detective Weber. This is Detective Krasnowski. How do you do, ma'am? May we come in for a moment? I, uh, yes. Thank you. Sorry to barge in on you this way, but uh, I'm afraid we have some rather disturbing news to bring you. A friend of yours, a Mr. David Ames, was found dead earlier. He was uh, shot from behind, McKeon, in a very close range. His body was then placed within a garbage dumpster. He was discovered there this morning. We notified the next of kin, in this case his father. He came down and identified the body, and he told us about you. David? David Ames, yes, ma'am. Oh, Christ, oh, my God. Well, maybe you should sit down. I just spoke to him. When? What? When did you speak to him? Miss McKeon, we understand the state of shock you must be in. We really do, and we could go away now, but a few questions put to you at this moment might make all the difference between finding this man's killer and letting this incident drop into a crack behind some fat policeman's desk. What I mean to say is you could really help us out. Yeah, we should go. No, 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 I'll, I'll try. Thank you, Miss McKeon. We'll make this quick. You knew David Ames well? Yes. Intimately? We, we were lovers. I see. And had this involvement taken place over a long period of time? We met two and a half months ago. Oh, my God, they shot him in the head. Well, it would have been painless for him, ma'am, almost instantaneous. Uh, during this two and a half months, Miss McKeon, you and Mr. Ames saw each other, what, often? Uh, every day. Uh-huh. And your last conversation? Uh, it was last night. He, he called to tell me... He called to tell you what? That he couldn't be here. He That something had happened to a friend of his. A friend? A woman. She made an attempt at suicide. She called him. He was going to meet her. Where? He, he didn't say. Suicide? Yes. She cut open her wrist, but she was okay, he said. And what is this woman's name? Do you recall? Uh, no, he didn't tell what me. What time was this? I, I don't remember. It's past midnight. Jesus. All right. We're almost done here, ma'am. Just please stay with us. Miss McKeon, your understanding of what David Ames did for a living, what would that be? He owned a restaurant. It's called the Fast Track. Uh-huh. Were you aware of any independent ventures that he might have participated in? Ventures? Yeah, away from the restaurant. Other sources of income, say. Uh, no. All right. When you and he weren't together in each other's company, do you know where he went? What he did? Uh, but no. Did you ever ask for an accounting of his whereabouts? No. And he didn't volunteer that information? Uh, well, why are you asking me these questions? All right, well, right. let me wrap this up. I have in my notes that you're a writer. Yes. A poet. Yes. A writer of poetry. 
And you work part-time at the library downtown. Y yes. One more item, Miss McKeon. It's a question of character. A matter of judgment, really. Would you say that you knew David Ames well? You have to leave now. Of course. We've imposed on you far too much. You've been very helpful, Miss McKeon. No, no, no. Did you you have, have to leave now. Thank you, ma'am. We're, we're really very sorry. My sincere regrets, Miss McKeon. Oh, my God. Oh, Jesus. David. It's got to do with information. <laughs> That's what I think. I mean, look at it this way. How can a society, a democratic society, be expected to function if there isn't that, uh, what, um, freedom of information? You know, one place to go and say, yes, here is the source of truth. That's what attracted me to the notion of working in a library in the first place. Because here, here you can see it all, right there in front of you. Step out onto the street and what do you find? Blind men and simpletons? Here there is knowledge. Outside, um, what is it a friend of mine said? The celebration of ignorance. See what I'm getting at? I do. That's what makes the work so special. Yes. <clears throat> God, <laughs> I'm rambling, I know. <laughs> First day jitters. Um, where should I put these books? Uh, anywhere you like. It, it really doesn't matter. <laughs> well, now, that's another sermon of mine. The concept of order. Um, who was it who said, so quick, bright things come to confusion? I'm sorry. What? Uh, you've already told me twice today. Your name? Joyce? Oh, yes, Joyce. Joyce, do you suppose that you could just talk less? Of course. I... Yes. Oh, my God, I am so sorry. I didn't know. The guard just told me. I had no idea. Sarah? Are you all right? <laughs> What's the matter? David, you frightened me. I'm sorry, I didn't mean to. I just walked into the room and found you, you know, standing there, right, staring into space. So what's up? Oh, nothing. Nothing? Oh, it's these gray days. They always bring it out in me. I've been reading about these airline disasters, these tragedies that have become an implicit part of our lives. I have a theory. Okay. I think the pilots get depressed. Uh-huh. No, no, really, it's become the thing to do. You're sort of ostracized if you're not seeing a therapist or taking lithium or receiving shock treatment. <laughs> <laughs> you laugh, but depression has become a going concern. It's the new national pastime. I think these men feed right into it. They start to ruminate way up there in the skies about the state of things and how little they actually have to contribute against the force of nature. And, and before they know it, they're headed into the side of some mountain and all the while thinking, oh, well, I'm just living out my function, contributing to the collapse of Western civilization and all that. The collapse of Western civilization? Yes. I thought we were talking about airplanes. No, it, it's all part of the same thing. Oh. If, in fact, you've accepted the idea that the organism is dying, that what we are actually doing is destroying ourselves willfully and with a purpose. Okay, now comes my question. Is that what you believe? Oh, no, of course not. I mean, I couldn't live that way. So? So, that doesn't mean I'm not susceptible to it. It's in the air these days. The climate, the social fabric, everything starts to wear you down if you let it. Don't you find that to be the case? I, uh, I mean, honestly, David, these are the questions. 
How do you go about sustaining yourself? What gets you out of bed in the morning? Well, speaking for myself, I would have to say you. <laughs> no, I mean it. Not just the physical sense. I mean it. I mean, what's the word? Figuratively? Yes, figuratively. I wake up feeling good. I get through each day now, no problem, because I know I'm coming back here at night to your apartment. And you're waiting for me. And you make me better than I am. You make me happy. Real, real happy. So maybe I should become a pilot. <laughs> no, no, please. You're gone enough as it is. I want you here with me. Listen, about that. About what? Uh, that thing we talked about a few weeks ago. I'm going away, getting out of town, out of this hemisphere. I think we should do it. Really? Absolutely. I've been looking into it. I could sell the place at a slight profit, I think. Plus, plus, as I mentioned before, there's some money coming in. We don't need yeah, it. I know, I know, but we'll have it anyway. Where will we go? Mexico, Copenhagen, New Zealand, who knows? We'll just go. We won't tell anyone. We'll just take off. David, are you serious? I have never been more so. I want to get out of this hellhole. I want to go somewhere and start over. When? The sooner the better. I'd have to give my notice. After I finalize the deal. Sublet the apartment. Now, it shouldn't be tough. Sell off my worldly possessions. Both of them? <laughs> <laughs> We're really going to do this, aren't we? It's what you want. Yes, yes. It's absolutely what I want. Hey, hey, you all right? Yes. God, my heart's going. I, I don't know why. What's going on? You're shaking. I know. Are I, you okay? Yes, yes, I'm fine. I'm just surprised. Uh, hey, maybe this is what happiness feels like. Yes, yes, maybe so. Get used to it. <laughs> mm. All right, I got it.